Welcome to the Mad Singers Management Podcast from madsingers.com, where entrepreneurs and business managers learn and share. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Today, I have with me Vincent Deletto. Welcome to the show, Vincent. Thanks, Mads. I'm uh, glad to be here, buddy. Excellent. So, Vincent, for those of my audience that don't know about you yet, would you mind doing a, a brief introduction about who you are and what makes you really awesome? <laughs> I don't know about really awesome, but I can tell you about uh, a little about my background here. Uh, I own and operate wordagents.com. Uh, we're a content creation agency of, uh, comprised of over 150 American writers and editors. Um, I'm also an SEO. I uh, maintain a portfolio of uh, SEO affiliate websites. And uh, actually, this week, I became a uh, restaurant owner. Uh, we opened a little Japanese izakaya uh, on Long Island, New York. That sounds like a lot of fun. Sure is, sure is. It was a lot of work, but uh, it's, it's about to pay off, so that's great. Excellent. So um, one of the key reasons I brought you on this podcast is because you are good at both explaining and doing, I guess, but uh, really talking people through how to build some really amazing workflows. And I really wanted you to share this with my audience because I think a lot of my audience uh, sort of struggle with that aspect, both from a time, but also from a, let's say, motivational perspective. Why should I do this thing? So uh, do you want to... Take me through a little bit sort of your workflow and your sort of the thinking around getting a very sort of effective operational procedures. Sure. Um, this was something that I kind of became good at just out of necessity. Uh, Word Agents has always been a bootstrap company. I you know I never took out any debt or anything like that. Um, so I really needed to get the best bang for my, for my dollar uh, on every dollar spent. So uh, we really take a, a very close look at any repeatable process, and uh, we look how look at how we can systemize that um, as efficiently as possible. Um, so in the past, we we've really dealt with a lot of other SEO affiliate guys uh, creating their content. Uh, but as we've grown as a company, we we're starting to work with more mid market companies. And I'm quickly realizing that um, it's kind of kind of funny, it's kind of backwards, but uh, these mid-market managers often don't have these processes in place. And uh, a lot of times we're, you know, midway through a project and I realize that there's no system and, and they're pretty much uh, blowing through their budget because um, there's a lot of hecticness. Um, so I, I thought maybe I could go through my process for creating an operational procedure uh, to kind of shine some light on that and, and show how pretty much any process uh, in a company can be systemized and automated for better efficiency and, and better ROI in, in the long run. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Take us, take uh, us through the magic. Sure. So basically, whatever, whenever I'm looking at a repeatable task that I need to um, systemize, I, I go through the same process. Um, and it always starts with reviewing the project or the task and just starting with a brainstorm session around the, the workflow strategy. Um, so for the most part, you know, whatever business you're in, you're, you're gonna have a, a blueprint in, in immediately for, for your, for your uh, task list. Uh, but in this initial brainstorm session, I'm just really looking for 
uh, unique challenges for the project at hand. Um, you know, every, every project, whether it be a client project or something we're, we're trying to do internally, whether it be hiring new, new employees or um, scaling a, a certain part of the business is going to come with a u- unique challenge. So the first thing we're, we're going to do is, is snip out those unique challenges and just note them down so uh, we know that we need to spend some time figuring them out uh, when we draft our procedure. Um, so after you go through that, that brainstorm strategy, it's time for uh, the initial draft of, of your procedure document. And we're all used to this, you know, it's just a, a normal bullet list or a tree diagram of the actual tasks in your process. Uh, but here's where you're gonna look at those unique challenges and, and determine if there's a workaround, um, if you need to innovate a workaround, or perhaps you need to go back to the client and, and do a change order on the project uh, to accommodate a third party tool or extra staff you might need to overcome that unique challenge. Um, so that, that's what we're doing in the initial draft uh, of our procedure document. Um, and once that's done, um, it's time to test it out, right? So you have a, <clears throat> a bullet list or you know a, um, an operation document that you think might work, but probably needs some refining. Uh, so the first thing I always do, and, and I would suggest this to any manager, is to do it yourself first. Uh, I mean, you're never gonna know if uh, the procedure and the task list you've created is gonna work um, uh, you know, right away. And you don't wanna hand it off to an employee that, because it's only gonna cause more confusion if, if, it's, not, you know, uh, if it's not perfect, right? Um, so I always do the procedure first. I go through <laughs> the process that I created. I kind of refine it as I go uh, in, in this first iteration. And I'm always uh, recording a screen share video of me doing this. Um, and after this process, I, you know, I kind of find, um, you know, some some errors in, in my original thinking, and and that's why I refine it. And uh, the screen share video kind of helps when I pass it off uh, to a team member to help them understand my thinking a little bit better and provide some context on top of the document that I'm going to provide them as well. Yeah, and one, one, one thing I would say here is like one, one thing we have always liked to do when, when either us or like we often like getting the team members themselves to, to create the SOPs. One of the tests that we love doing is sort of the, the blind test where basically we will get a member of the team who is not part of that specific team to actually look at that document, go through yeah, it. So, so yeah, basically that, that, without having actually... the knowledge and understanding, that's a really interesting way to do it and really see if it works, right? That's actually uh, the, the last step in my process. So it sounds like you do that ahead of time. Um, and we'll get to that. We call that the audit step, where sure. we're going to hand off the, uh, the document to another team member who has no idea about the process. And we just kind of see how far they, they can get with it. And, you know, the hope is that they can get through the process with no problems and, and no confusion. Um, but if they do run into a problem, that's a good uh, indicator of an issue for us. And, and then that goes back into the refining stage. Yep. Um, but we'll, we'll get to, to that in, in, in a little bit here. Um, so, yeah, uh, where was I here? So, uh, you know, we do the uh, screen share of the video. And then we hand off the procedure to a team member. 
Uh, and this is our, our first real test to see if, if this process is clear and understandable and will actually work in practice uh, over the long term. So we give the team leader a small little project to use with, with the video and the document and see how they do. And then we take their, their, their feedback. And again, we go through another refining process, same deal, just kind of chipping away at the issues, uh, creating more automations, more efficiencies as we go. Um, and once that's done, once we have a, you know, 80% of the way there uh, with, with the repeatable process, uh, at that point, we, we hand, uh, well, we empower the team member to, to maintain the document, right? Uh, I think a lot of people think of um, procedural procedures as, you know, you do it once and, and that's the last time uh, you ever look at it. Uh, but we really think of it as a, uh, a living document, something that's updated all the time, something that needs to be refined all the time. Um, but at this point in the process, after I've done it myself, and after a team leader has uh, you know, done a small project, we know that it's good enough to, to put into practice um, and we're comfortable to empower the team leader to now take it over and it's, it's now their baby. And they'll be the one going forward to maintain an issue log of any um, issues that, ran, that, that arose uh, during the process. Um, and uh, once a month we go through this issue log and, and we then again refine the process uh, as a result of that and then going forward um, you know we, we trust our team leaders to to maintain this and pretty much once we're at this point it's uh, it's hands off um, for me uh, I can trust my team to to maintain this document and update it as needed um, and then the very last thing we do is what we were just talking about uh, the audit process uh, about once a, once a quarter, we'll just bring in a, a, a team a team member from a different department or a different area in the company, and we'll have them use uh, the document to see if they can find any issues. And uh, once again, if they do, we'll, we'll log that in our issue log, and uh, we'll refine as needed. Yep. And uh, this is pretty much the exact process that I use, um, that, and I did use to grow word agents from, you know, a little sole proprietorship to to the company it is today. And um, it's pretty much what we apply to any repeatable process in the business. And it, it, it does work out very well for us. And, and uh, I, I do wholeheartedly suggest um, putting the effort into this to, to any CMO or, or marketing manager at a mid-market company because you'll, you'll be able to extend your budget uh, quite significantly if, if you can um, make your processes uh, efficient with, with um, documents like this. Yeah, and I, I, I totally agree. I, I think what one of the key mindsets, and, and I think you touched on that a little bit, but I think for me from a high-level management standpoint is most businesses start out like this. And really what you want to do is as, as, as soon as the company does start growing more, right? you really want to push that responsibility for designing new processes down the organization. Right. right, because right. like in the beginning, it makes sense that you're doing it and you're having a handle on it and so on. Because obviously, you are uh, you, you you know the business pretty well when you're sort of on an, an entrepreneurial stage, right, and have five maybe ten people. Um, sure. But one one of the essence essential things is is really making sure that as time goes on, you push that responsibility downwards in the organization, right? Because yeah. 
I, I very much want to buy as much of my time back as possible. And, and what you just said uh, allows me to do that. You know, as exactly. the owner and the CEO, you know, I, I can't be spending all my time creating these processes. Um, so, but, but that's why it's very important for me to do it the first time, because I, I believe that uh, you got to get your hands dirty and, and it's a good um, signal to your team that, that you're doing the work too. And it's also something for them to emulate, you know, after a few times of them seeing me create a process, then I feel more comfortable handing that off to them and from, from step one. Uh, and and I, I know that we'll, we'll see a good result. And, and one of the key things you said that's absolutely critical is for them to take ownership going forward, right? Because what actually happens in a ton of companies is they create these great processes, but they're never updated. Right. And then, Two years down the line, no one actually does what's in the processes because, you know, they keep refining them, but they're never physically updated as a document. And one of, one of the ways that we always do to, 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 to execute on that efficiently is exactly what you're saying, like handing down the responsibility to the person executing the task to actually keep the process up to date, right? Because in, in the end of the day, like as a manager, like if you're responsible for 100,000 processes, there's no chance on earth that you'll ever be able to maintain and update them all, right? But you Absolutely. Always- and, and I learned that the hard way, you know, you know just trying to do too much as, uh, as the owner operator and, and there's just not enough hours in the day. So that yeah. kind of goes into a little bit into, uh, I guess, uh, hiring philosophy, you know, how you're going to hire uh, people that you can trust to do this. Um, but that's probably a little bit outside the scope of, of this conversation. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And, and it, it's best. We, we schedule these, these audits and, and these uh, reviews uh, regu- regularly. So quarterly on the audits and, and monthly on the, on the um, re- uh, refining process and uh, all the management um, team members, they know that it's, it's part of their, their job duties. Um, to maintain this and you know I, I keep on top of them <laughs> maybe not to uh, see what they refine but just to make sure that they're at least uh, keeping up on, on the document and, and um, keeping it up to date yeah they're going through the process right so that's right. that's key and I, I think that's probably the, the second core point for me so um, again a lot of the time like if you give people just the SOPs and say hey go do this thing that's often, you know, as, a, as an employee, that's not a very nice feeling, right? So you want to give people the ownership. You want to sort of say to people, hey, you know, this is what we found works right now. However, if you're a smart human being, if you find better ways to do this thing, we definitely want to know what you think. And we want to, like, this is not the end-all, be-all document. This is the document as it is right now. And we want people who are awesome at this stuff, who can help us make it even better, right? So I'm always super, super keen on making sure that employees get to have their say and potentially changing or updating and improving the processes so that they actually feel responsible. Because one, one of the key things that I, I saw in, in large corporations was the fact that, you know, a process is put down and that's the way it is, no matter how... <laughs> let's say how yeah. stupid it is. <laughs> and, and uh, you, you know, sometimes it's like, oh yeah, but this one person high up in the organization said it had to happen this way. So we have to do it this way. And you're like, yeah, you know, this cost a company like millions, 
but okay, right. if you want to, let's do it, <laughs> right? But, and and but, that, brings, that brings up a good point too. You don't, you don't want, uh, my rule of thumb is, is one person to one document. So I, I don't want, you know, too many uh, cooks in the kitchen, so to speak, yeah. uh, because, you know, when you assign uh, more than one person to more than, than to one task, oftentimes there's confusion like that. And it's, it's a he said, she said type of deal and, and nothing gets done. Yeah. Um, so so we, we always make sure that only one uh, manager is assigned to one document and, and that way that eliminates the, the, the confusion. Yeah. Um, but to get back to what you're saying about empowerment, um, the, the biggest benefit of empowerment to me is, is uh, just the ego boost that it gives uh, the employee. You know, it, it helps them feel like they're more part of the, the business and they're, they're just not a cog in the wheel. And I find that once we um, empower a, an employee that, that hasn't been empowered in the past, it, it's very telling about uh, the employee's interest in the company, right? If, if they get excited and they start asking a lot of questions and, and they really dig into it, you know, that, that's a key to me. You know, this person might be in line for a promotion in the future and or may be able to take on a bigger role in the company because they really aren't, they really are interested and in, in they're, they're showing, um, they're showing interest. Uh, and alternatively, um, somebody that's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take this on or, you know, someone that seems like, you know, it's kind of annoying to have another task added to their plate. Uh, that's very telling too. And, and maybe I have to think twice about giving this person uh, more responsibility in the future. Yeah, for sure. And, and I would say there's also a development aspect to that, right? Because like for a lot of people, there's different situations and so on. But but a lot of time, like, you know, sometimes people can be under pressure, they can be stressed or, you know, it, it's not always an end all be all, but, but yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's you, you often see people's real approach when you give them opportunity and empower them, right? So it, it's definitely where you want to be looking and, and where you want to be sort of seeing if you can. For sure. Yeah. Get, get yeah, the next and, step, steps out. Of and, and, and I would say like the, the biggest, probably the most important step in my process is, is the audit process. And, and that, that's, you know, just a constant review of the, of these things. Because like you said, you know, you can make it once and if you don't update it for two years, a lot of times the tools that you're using in the process are no are out of date or no longer in existence. Um, maybe pricing has changed and, and that affects things. So if, if you're not looking at, at these documents, at least every three months, you're, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot a little bit. Yeah, 100%. Yep, that's good. That's good. I, I like the way you, you look at that. So... Um, What's sort of your favorite thing? I mean, you, you have a, a, a team already. What do you want to share with the audience, like the size of your team and, and so on? And yeah, sure. So we, we have, um, well, I, I started as, I was the very first writer at Word Agents and, and it was just through demand that, that we actually became a, a real company. But uh, as of right now, I think we have 155 writers on our uh, like public facing team or retail facing team. Yeah. And then we have maybe 10 or 15 uh, custom teams uh, uh, that are comprised of writers, you know, from five writers to 20 writers each. Yeah. And um, basically for those custom teams, uh, I'm, that, that's, this is the exact process uh, I, I'm using when I build the workflow for the project. Uh, and and it, it works fairly well. It takes about a week uh, to, to get the initial um, document going before I pass it off. 
and then we just start the refining process. Sounds good. Sounds good. And um, what what's been your experience? So you have obviously grown it from the bottom up. What what's been your experience, sort of finding people for the next level, and you, you know promoting people from within and so on? What what's sort of been your strategy and your experience with uh, growing the first- team? For subordinates, I, I very much like to prom- promote from within, um, just because I, I understand personalities at that point. Um, you know, if I do an outside hire, you know, there there could be some clash with personalities and and uh, management styles. Um, so so we like to hire from within, and it's not so much skill sets that I'm looking for; it's more personality traits. Um, like, like I mentioned before, I, I'm always looking for team team members that ask a lot of questions, uh, interested in um, making the client happy uh, as opposed to just uh, checking off, you know, the, the boxes on a checklist. Um, so someone that, that, that shows very interest in doing a great job. And, uh, and, and those type of people stick out like a sore thumb because most people just want, you know, they want their paycheck and, and they want to get back to their life. But, uh, you know, we always can see that the, the, the people that were, were eyeing for a promotion and uh, to, to grow uh, from within. Excellent. Yeah. And, and as you say, I mean, there, there's just people who just naturally stand out, right? And, and it's obviously key always to, to have a, a note on that and, and, and really encourage their growth as well, right? Because particularly when you're busy and particularly when a lot of stuff is happening, it's it's sometimes easy to kind of forget about like, you know, who's growing, who's doing really well, but you want to constantly actually look at that and you want to constantly try and open up opportunities and, and give people, uh, and, and for me, this is not a necessarily about salary, but it's more trying to give people responsibility and see what they do with it. Right. 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 Because and, and on, the, on the same, uh, on the same uh, thought there, you know, when you're dealing with a people, instead of just looking at resumes and, and job history, you're, you're going to find some gems there that are going to be a lot less expensive than than if you're hiring um, a well-experienced worker. Yeah. You know, uh, case in point, our, our senior team leader, um, she just had a, uh, a high school education and uh, she was a writer for us that, that we saw potential in and, and we gave her a promotion. And she's now in charge of 30 writers on her own right now. And, you know, she didn't have any formal education or, or great job on, on the job experience, but it was just her tenacity and, and interest in, in uh, doing a great job that, that led her to be promoted. And she's excelling right now. So uh, I think that's great for us and, and great for her as well. And, and that's one of the key things for me, right? Like I, I am very, very keen on not, looking very much at, at educations but but more so the other way and, and i'm probably biased because i don't have one myself so <laughs> um, but 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 for me it's much more about like looking at people and their contribution very often what happens like i i uh, initially when i started out in the philippines we we hired a couple of of people who had had disabilities and things like that was sitting in a wheelchair but the thing is obviously when you're working on a computer like if you can't walk around, that doesn't mean you can't sit down and write on a computer. Right, right, right. Uh, and, the- and I love that. I love to be able to improve um, somebody's life, and and you allow them to earn it. It's not like a, a handout or what have you. They're they're earning everything that that they get uh, coming to them, 
and, and that's, exactly. that's, a, that's a great feeling. Yeah, and, and for, for me, it was just as much the fact that a lot of the time, there's a lot of people who are desperate for an opportunity and for a chance, right? And, and very often when you give them the opportunity, they will like not just take it, they'll grab it, right? And sure. really when you can find people who, who are that eager for, for an opportunity, like you just get so much better output, you get so much better, well, all the way around, right? You just get much better employees and so on. So, and, and then once I build that trust with them, you know, then then they're my go-to, and and that that puts them in line for you know even more promotions, raises. If I know that you know day in day out, I can I can rely on, on a single person. You know, they're set. You know, and even with the the girl I was just mentioning. She she let me know that she never thought that she would ever have a, a job like this, and and uh, it was just a, a lack of confidence. And just giving her that opportunity has not only helped us, but you know it's it's helping her grow her career. And it's just all it is is effort. And she just put the effort in, and and it, and it worked out for everybody. Yep. Yep. That's excellent. That's excellent. What, uh, what, what do you personally enjoy the most about managing a, a team of the size that you are right now? What, what's, what's sort of the biggest satisfaction for you? In, in uh, well, as you probably know, it's a lot of hecticness. When, when, you get, when I was just smaller and I just had 20, 30 writers, it, it, was, it was fun. It was, a, uh, it was almost like a family atmosphere. Um, but for me, it, it's, it's right now in, in, in today's environment, it's just overcoming the challenges. It's, uh, it's almost like uh, playing a game. It's like how, how far you can level up and, uh, you know, see what, what kind of challenges you can overcome with, with, with managing the team. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, it's just uh, overcoming the challenge. It's, it's like a new uh, – it's a, it's a it's a new thing for me to overcome and and I, I get great uh enjoyment when 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 we're successful yep definitely and also like i've always found it as it's a it's a great like running a business like that is a great way to get a lot of gray hair very quickly um so that's yeah, one benefit, I guess you get. <laughs> now, now eventually, I'm sure as we grow, we're gonna have to bring in some some you know, business, uh, business graduates uh, as we scale to, to become a larger company. But for now, as we're a mid-market company and, and, and this process works like gangbusters for us. So that, that's really why I wanted to address this towards mid-market managers, because it, like I said, it's funny. It's, it's the SEO affiliate guys. They, they know this like the back of their hand, but when you get to, uh, a more um, traditional company. This kind of seems new to, at least, at least to the clients that we deal with. Um, so I, I could see this being very ben beneficial for them. And and that's one of the things. Like so, in the SEO world, that obviously a lot of people are preaching the hey, build your processes, build your workflows. Like there's a lot of people preaching that. Uh, often, unfortunately, what they do miss a little bit is is the whole empowerment piece, right? So very frequently it ends up being these like, hey, do this, follow this process, just do these steps. And, it, you know, yeah. they, they miss and, out and, that critical step of the process. That's something that, that often pops up uh, with our clients. You know, they'll, they'll especially the SEO uh, crew, um, they just hand off the SOP to us. And when it doesn't come back, 
exactly how they had it in mind, you know, they, 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 they get a little upset with us. But again, it's probably because they didn't review it recently or they're just using somebody else's document from a course or somebody, uh, something that was shared with them. And uh, you're right, that, that's the piece that's missing, the, the team member empowerment and, and the refining process. And sometimes, I, you know, we, we can overcome that, and, and other times that they choose to go elsewhere. But I think in the long run, the, you know, those two points are, are really what's going to make them successful. Okay, that was uh, that was great talking to you today, Vince. Um, anything yes. here in the end that you sort of want to share? If people want to get hold of you, both personally, if they want to get in touch with your business, etc. What's the right sure, way? Sure, sure. Word agents is, is always pretty busy, but uh, we're always uh, bringing on new writers and training them and, and increasing capacity. So uh, if anybody needs uh, some ghostwritten content, whether it be SEO content, uh, website content, blog posts, you can uh, email me at vincent at wordagents.com, or you can just uh, come visit us at wordagents.com. Excellent. Thank you very much, for Vincent, for joining me, and uh, have a great day. Thanks, Mads. Take care, buddy. Thank you for listening to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Please leave a review. It means the world to us. You can also learn more about management at madsingers.com.